Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. What I want to do today is wrap up this journey that we have been on in seeking to answer the question, what does it really look like? What does the life of a follower of Christ really look like or should look like uh, as we claim to be believers in the Lord Jesus Christ? Paul sums it up in one verse, and we've been taking that verse, and we have been unpacking it, impacting it, so that we can get a better idea. Here's what Paul writes in Galatians 2.20. He says, I've been crucified with Christ, and it's no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me, and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself up for me. Now, our focus has been at the very center of that verse, particularly two phrases. It is no longer I who live, and then secondly, but it is Christ that lives in me. And it is out of these two phrases that we have begun to discover what the life of a father of Christ is supposed to look like. When Paul writes, and I'm summing all this up for us today because I want to give you a life challenge as we conclude this study is that when he says, it is no longer I who live, he's just simply telling us that when he accepted Christ as his personal Lord and Savior, his life radically changed. That is the focus of his life radically changed. It's no longer about his priorities. It was no longer about his purposes and his plans and his perspective on everything. No, now things had changed. He says, no longer I who live. So as he was living out his life, just like where we're living out our lives every day, all of a sudden, everything inside of him changed because of the second thing that he said, for Christ lives in me. And what we have discovered is that in that phrase, he's talking about the fact that as a follower of Christ, it's not so much about our living our life for Christ as much as it is Christ living his life through us through the person and through the presence and through the power of the Holy Spirit, Jesus, the Lord Jesus, lives his life through us. When we began to look at that, we had to ask the question, well, what does that mean? And when you study the life of Christ and in our journey to together, we found out that it focused on three very specific relationships. You look at the earthly life of Christ and his life was about his relationship with the Father his relationship with his followers, but then his relationship with the faithless, those who did not know him, didn't recognize who he was, and had not obviously embraced him as their own Lord and Savior. And so these three relationships became vital part of his whole mission and his ministry here on this earth. So with that being said, if I'm a follower of Christ, and it's no longer about me, it's not about my plans, not about my purposes, it's not about my priorities, not about my perspective on everything, and Christ is living his life to me, then it's his plans, his purposes, his priorities, his perspective, he is living his life through me so that the three most important relationships in my life and in your life as a follower of Christ is your relationship with the Father, your relationship with followers and your relationship with the faithless, those who need Christ as their Lord and Savior. So as we look at that, I want to give you a life challenge today. I'm just bringing all this together. 
And here's the life challenge. I want to challenge you to invest intentionally, invest 10% of your life in nourishing those three relationships in your life. Your relationship with the Father, your relationship with the followers, one another, and your relationship with the faithless, those who don't know Christ, but you know they desperately need Christ. So the question is, what does that look like? So I'm going to lay this out for you, and uh, hopefully it will help you as we pull all of this together. The challenge is this, uh, the 10% challenge is 2% of every day, I want you to invest intentionally in God time. I am challenging you to invest 2% of every day of your life intentionally in God time. That is spending time with him, nourishing that relationship, the love relationship that you have with the Father. Now, I know as soon as I say that and I mention 2%, you're starting to calculate, well, what is that? What is 2% of my day? Let me help you out. You don't need to get your phones or get your computer. I can tell you what, about 30 minutes a day. About 30 minutes a day, I am challenging you to invest intentionally in nourishing this incredible love relationship you have with the eternal God and Father in heaven in the Lord Jesus Christ. Spending that time with him, just you and him, you're nourishing that through the word and through prayer and just time with him, 30 minutes a day. Now, some of you are starting to calculate that out in terms of your schedule and everything. You know what, here's what kind of interested me in this. I got to thinking about how many times I was willing to sacrifice something, sleep and other things, whatever it was, to go out and do something I really wanted to do. Is anybody in there with me? You know what I'm talking about. There are things we want to do, and we're willing to make whatever sacrifice to do that. What could be more important than investing your life in nourishing the most important relationship of your life which is your relationship with the Lord God in heaven, your heavenly Father. Because everything about our lives spiritually, the vitality of our walk with him, the vitality of our worship of him, the vitality of our witness for him, our work for him in ministry and in mission, everything comes out of the overflow of that relationship. And if a relationship is not nourished, it's not gonna be healthy, even you could, it could even I, I think about it as I'm looking at family here, and I got Brandon and Kelly here with us today, and I got Miss Hadley over there, uh, along with uh, all the other kids that are there as well, and Cameron, and, and I have to nourish relationships with family. Do I have a witness on this? Or oh, that relationship that is unhealthy, and it could eventually just separate out. So the first challenge of this 10%, is I am challenging you to invest 30 minutes a day in nourishing it. Jesus did this in Mark chapter one, and in verse 35, we know that Christ practiced this. Listen to what the scripture says as we look here in Mark chapter one, and in in verse 35, it says, in the early morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, he went away to a secluded place, and was praying to whom? His father. 
When you read the Gospels, Jesus continually nourished this incredible relationship with his Father. We live out of the overflow of this relationship as followers of Christ. Over in uh, Acts chapter 4, verse 13, let me give you this. So now as they observed the confidence of Peter and John and understood that they were uneducated and untrained men, they were amazed and they began to recognize them as having, what's this last phrase? Having been with Jesus. You see, when we spend time with our Father, what's on the Father's heart gets on our heart. When you spend time with Jesus, what's on Jesus' heart gets on your heart. And people know, people know when you've been with Jesus. Let me give you the second thing, not only in terms of intentional God time, but secondly, part of this 10% challenge is 2% intentional gathering time. What do I mean by gathering time? That means what we're doing right here today, right here in this place where we have gathered to worship. We earnestly need to have that time together. It's part of nourishing our relationship with one another as followers. It's called community. And community coming together for one purpose, to put our eyes on Christ, to put our eyes on the Lord together in worship. So I am challenging you. If you look in the scripture, you'll find that, that this was obviously the practice of Christ. Luke chapter 4, I just want to give this to you. Luke chapter 4 and verse 16 it says that when he, Jesus, came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and as, he was, and as was his custom, he entered into the synagogue on the Sabbath and stood up to read. And so, not only was it his practice as Christ to nourish his relationship with the Father, it was his practice to, to nourish other relationships, gathering with those who believed in God. He said, well, how much time is that? 2% a week. Listen to me carefully. 2% a day of your time, nourishing a relationship with the Father. 2% of your week, nourishing your relationship with another and gathering time. You say, all right, now, how much is that? I got to add this up. <laughs> That's about two and a half hours, okay? I'll just give you a little camp there. About two and a half hours a week where you choose a time like right now or you choose a time like Sunday evenings or, or maybe Wednesdays, but around two and a half hours a week, you intentionally invest uh, gathering time, invest into gathering time so that you can start building community, be a part of community on a regular basis. Now, I want to add to that because the challenge continues. We're talking about 10% of your life, uh, investing and in nourishing these relationships, not only intentional God time, but secondly, not only intentional gathering time, but see, we need even more than that. We need intentional group time, group time a month. So 2% of your time every day, nourish your relationship with the Father. Here's the challenge. 2% of every week, you nourish your relationship with other followers by in gathering time. But 2% every month, 
you nourish this community, your relationship with fathers through group time. And that means time's outside this wall. Life happens out there. Do I have a witness on that? I mean, it's great coming together. I love it. You know that. I, as Lindsay was talking, just thoroughly enjoyed our early service. And those that were there had a great group there. They were enjoying the worship, having been able to once again return to the upper sanctuary, which is where they preferred to be, of course. But I enjoy that. I enjoy this. I look forward to this every week. I need it. You need it. But we live life outside these walls. So we need one another outside these walls. So we're talking about investing time with other brothers and sisters. It could be a small group. It can be a small home group. It can be in ministry. It can be in missions where you do things together and you're trying to serve Christ together. There are many of you doing it even right now. You're doing it through Vacation Bible School. You're coming here and, and you're investing. You're doing life together. You're doing community together. Okay, let me go ahead and tell you how much time it is so you can get that behind you. That's about seven and a half hours a month where you intentionally invest your life in group time with other brothers and sisters in Christ that are outside, getting together outside these walls. You remember we, in our study that we talked about the fact that there were over 40 one another imperatives in God's word in the New Testament. Love one another, pray for one another, encourage one another, edify one another, be devoted to one another, love one another. Over 40 of these imperatives. And, and even though when we come into this gathering time, how important this is, the one another stuff takes place outside these walls where we're doing life together in Christ. And that's how incredibly important that is. And, and we're missing that to a certain degree. There's some groups who are doing that. They're, they're getting together in small groups and they're doing ministry. We have ladies who get together every month and they're doing ministry. And we have, and we have other groups who are doing things in missions and things of that nature. But what I want you to see how important it is that once we leave this gathering time, as we live life out there, we still need one another. So here's the challenge, 10% of your life. 2% of every day, you nourish your relationship with the Father. 2% of every week, you nourish your relationship with followers and gathering time. And 2% of every month, you nourish your relationship with one another in group time, small groups. Encouraging, praying, loving one another in Christ. Well, that leaves us 4%, doesn't it? And so the fourth part of this challenge is this. 2% of every day, 2% of every week, 2% of every month, 4% of every year. Invest your life in intentional go time. Go time. Jesus says he was sent to seek and to save the lost. 
to seek and to save the lost. That's go time, to seek them out. I'm challenging you and myself to invest 4% a year of my time in go time. Yeah, that's about 14 days. Thank you and accept that challenge. Do you think that you can invest enough of your time in a year of, of two weeks, 14 days? Add it all up for 14 days of just time where you are intentional. Maybe it's taking a couple out or someone out to eat. Maybe it's working with other couples and, and working together as a group to reach out to someone else or, or, or maybe to go out in other type of ministry so that you can reach people for Christ. Do you think 14 days out of the year is too much to ask? To build relationships with those who don't know Jesus, who desperately need the Lord. So you're thinking, 10%, that's not bad. What about the 90% left? <laughs> Let me share this with you. You accept this challenge. 2% of every day, nourish your relationship with Father. 2% every week, nourishing your relationship with one another and gathering time. 2% of every month, nourishing relationships in group time. And 4% of every year, building relationships so that you can help people discover and experience the life-changing grace of the Lord. The rest of that 90% will be so radically changed it's going to bless your socks off. God will take the rest of the night. Listen, it will so wonderfully, gloriously change your life. But it all starts with accepting the challenge. Christ in me, living his life through me, means that the three most important relationships in my life are with my father, with the other followers and with the faithless out there that so earnestly need Christ in their life. It's what it looks like to be a follower of Jesus. Will you accept that challenge? I wanna ask everybody if you just bow your heads just for a moment. And I just want to lift you up to the Lord as we, we bring our service to a close today. Father God, we simply today wanted to bring this to a conclusion of this incredible truth that Lord Jesus, to be a follower of yours means not so much we're living our lives for you, as much as we're allowing you to live our lives through us, through these relationships.
So, Lord, when we look at that, and we think about our own just simple life, living life out there, outside these walls, inside these walls, you know us. You know how easily we're distracted by the things of this world. You know how easily we get our priorities mixed up. We fall back onto our own priorities and our own plans and our own purposes and our own perspective of everything. And especially in a time like this with the pandemic and all the other unrest that is going on and everything seems to be in chaos and we can't get our eyes off of it. And we lose our focus, which is you living your life through us. So I lift up every brother and sister in Christ here today. There are those where this challenge is already a reality in their life. Praise your holy name. There are those who at one time, the fire of your spirit was in them. And all of these relationships were alive and well and you were using them, Lord God, but you know, we have that tendency to wander. So, Lord, may it be in your name. You take this simple word today, this simple challenge. Lord, plant that seed in our heart and our soul that every single one of us would embrace it by faith and invest 10% of our life nourishing all of these relationships and then stand in awe of what you do in us and what you do through us. And I thank you in Jesus' name, amen, amen. Well, God bless you. Thank you for coming today in our worship. See you tonight, six o'clock, right here, same place.